Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, you'll learn from Brian Kurtz, who's one of the most recognized and experienced marketers in the world of direct response. He's generated over a billion dollars in sales over his 40-year-old career. In just a minute, you'll learn a major lesson Brian relearned after almost dying from a stroke. It can totally change your perspective on the way you view success in life. Two things every copywriter should understand if they want to become one of the greats. Enjoy. But, you know, when I see online marketers in particular taking credit for something that they invented, um, you know, I'm, I, 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 I pause a little bit because I know where it came from. I know where babies came from. And I'm not saying it, you know, it, all they have to do is say it's based on this. And then it becomes so much better because why not? You know, to me, giving credit where credit's due makes you look so much better than taking credit for something that you didn't invent or didn't uh, uh, initiate. And you know that, and I and I I, I was I relearned this uh, after I had my stroke, um, April of two thousand nineteen. My book came out April 9th, two thousand nineteen. April tenth, I had a I had a, a massive stroke. Um, I almost died. I went. I I uh, at the time my whole right side was paralyzed. I couldn't lift my arm. Um, but you know, uh, thank goodness I got to the hospital quickly. You know, the the, the the surgeon got the clot out that caused the, the stroke. And uh, I was pretty much good as new, although if you think this is good as new, I don't know, but this is good as new or as good as I'm going to get. And I, and I had to spend some time thinking like, okay, if I had died, what would have been my footprint? And, you know, not, I don't like the word legacy. Legacy just says you're dead. But what would have been my footprint is what I, how I looked at it. And uh, I said, well, I had the book and that would be something. But when I, and it wasn't giving me satisfaction about my footprint. And the thing that got me more satisfaction was the, the, the people remembering like the Titans of Direct Response event in 2014 and my, my, the page where I sell my book, which is overdeliverbook.com, which is um, an amazing bonus page where, you know, I've got, I've got PDFs of books by Dick Benson and Gordon Grossman, which people on this call probably never heard of. I mean, all my mentors, and they were alive and dead at the time. Um, but, you know, I have, I have a swipe book from Dan Kennedy that was exclusive to the event. I have Gary Bensavenga's Bullets as one of, the, one of the bonuses. I have, I have swipe files going back to 1900, and I, I haven't met every copywriter going back that far. I'm not that old, but I've met a lot of copywriters of the last 
you know, 30, 40, 50 years. And so um, what I realized that that was my footprint because I stand on the shoulders of Dan Kennedy. Not that he taught me everything I know, but he's a key mentor. I stand on the shoulders of Jay Abraham. And on overdeliverbook.com, I've got 19 keynotes that Jay did and a course that he created. So it's like, it became, you know, it's not just a mentor discussion. It's a lifelong commitment to learning from the best, um, being a student in the presence of the best, never asking any of those guys to be my mentor. I mean, that's the worst way to do it. You know, you send an email, will you be my mentor? I'm sure you get them all the time. Stephen, will you be my mentor? doesn't work like that. Doesn't. Your mentors choose you. You don't choose your mentor. And so when I say you choose, your mentors choose you, you got to be out there doing shit for them. I mean, with Gene Schwartz, you know, Gene Schwartz had a, had a small um, publishing company, a health book publishing company, and he did mailings for it. He did well with it. Um, and he wrote copy on the side, you know. And so when, when he did copy for us at Boardroom and at Rodale Press, which was probably the biggest health list of book buyers and newsletters in, in the world. And we weren't too shabby either. We had a very, very big health list because we sold a ton of health books. And Gene wouldn't get paid to do copy for us. He would write a package. And what would he ask for? 750,000 names mm. with segmentation, everything that we could give him. And so do you, if, I, if, I'm not enough time now. I could, I could, if I had a whiteboard, I would map out the math. Right. On what, 750,000 names, or say a package for us, a package for Rodale, that's what, a million and a half names, right? And what a million and a half names means at 3% response with a 60% payup, with everybody buying one and a half to two books, you can do it yourself. It's a lot more than what he would make, uh, yeah. probably at twenty-five or $30,000 for the package, and a uh, $50 per thousand royalty. And he knew that because he, he was a copywriter beyond belief, which every copywriter should strive to be. You know, and that's why every, copy, every great copywriter I ever met understood lists, understood direct marketing principles. I saw something in the chat. I think they said, uh, what does he mean by RFB? It's not RFB, it's RFM. Um, and RFM is, is you know, if, if a copywriter doesn't understand what RFM is, I think they're at a huge disadvantage. If they don't understand what lifetime value is and how you can basically calculate it either six months after the first purchase, a year, I mean, lifetime is relative, of course. Um, but if you can't calculate that and, and do that sort of thing, what, you know, you're, you're, all you are is somebody writing for food. You know, Dick, Dan Kennedy used to go to AWAI he used to get in front of them and he had a cartoon every year. And it was this guy, it was like a hobo sitting on the side of the, on the road and he's holding up a sign, we'll, we'll write for food. And so um, he basically, and, and you know, Dan's authority, uh, uh, you know, Jay has preeminence and uh, Jay Abraham has preeminence and Dan Kennedy has authority. And the idea is to be a trusted advisor who's writing copy for you, not being a copywriter. And if you're a trusted advisor, it's, it's so much different. It's so, I mean, our, now I, I'll go back to the Mount Rushmore's. We probably probably take some questions. I see we have 22 of them, but yeah. I mean, I'm just going, I'm going diarrhea of the mouth because I'm, I mean, know. it's, it's all gold. So, well, you know, it's, it's brown gold. So it's perfect. Brown gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
Oh my, I lost my train of thought because that was really funny. <laughs> no, no, that was really funny. What, what, what was I saying? Um, oh, authority, right. The, so, oh. so, so um, Dan would say, you know, like, the, oh, my Mount Rushmore, my two Mount Rushmore. I'll end with that and then you can go to questions. Um, so, you know, my first Mount Rushmore were, were Gene Schwartz, Gary Bensavenga, Jim Rutz, and Mel Martin. Mel Martin was our in-house guy who was tremendous. You should probably, you've studied his copy and anybody, you get a hold of some of his stuff. And all four of those guys in one way or another was not just a copywriter. They were advisors to our company. In fact, Gene Schwartz, I used to go to his house for lunch. He'd advise me on modern art, which I couldn't afford, you know? So that's, that was the first. The second Mount Rushmore is even more interesting. It's Eric Betwell, Arthur Johnson, Paris Lampropoulos, and David Deutsch. Those four guys are responsible for 650 million pieces of direct mail over a 20 year period. And it's not 650 million pieces that didn't work. <laughs> they worked. Um, and whatever working is, you know, we got acceptable response rate. They made a shitload of money because they got royalties on everything we mailed. And the point is that all four of those guys, you know, I, I brag about them all the time, you know. I mean, Paris and David, I'm a little closer with even now. I mean, I'm very close with Paris and David. Um, but, you know, they were just, you know, um, it's, it's more than just being a, a detective. I mean, they, they were just, I, I think I tell the story in my book about, um, uh, like, when I got prostate cancer in 2008, um, I, my urologist was the first call. Second call was Paris, because he had done more research and, and the R of RMBC, I believe, stands for research, Stefan? It does. It, might, does. it yes. does. And it's the first thing, right? Yeah. And so I knew that Paris knew more about alternative treatments for prostate cancer than any doctor I could talk to. You know, he plays a doctor in direct mail, right? <laughs> and so, but, it, but he's legitimate because he just researched. And, and so that, I, all I'm trying to say is that, and, and you stress this in, in all of your groups, which I, that's why I admire you so much, because you. you're, you're doing... Well, you're doing what I what I would do if I if I if I was teaching copywriting, which I can. But you're doing it at 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 the level that it needs to be done because it's you know you have to you got to be the expert on everything in that. So you can also get the counter arguments to what you're selling. You can get all the all the um uh um uh the the downsides of of what you're selling and and you know get the objections into your copy before your prospect tells you what the objection is and, and, and clicks off, you know? And so all of that. And so, you know, that, that is uh, that was a big lesson for me from Dan and all those copywriters that you got to know a lot more than just how to write. Yeah. That's so huge. I, um, I just relate everything back to myself, but I'm a human. So that's what I do. But, but even, uh, being a offer owner and having my own supplement company definitely made me a way better copier. And also, by the way, enabled me to then charge way higher fees because when I was talking to people, it's like, yeah, like, well, like I'm writing copy that's going to help with like, you know, get you the maximum average order value. But we also need to minimize refunds because we make like outlandish claims and the product doesn't back it up and your refunds are high. So like, let's make sure we think about that. Absolutely. Like, you know, all these little things I could do and like, well, what does your funnel look like? And, and you, like, to your point, becoming an advisor versus just a hired gun who's like, please give me money to write something. Like, please, you know, and then like, that's not very valuable. All right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. 
I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.